Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, March 22nd. This week's theme is finding hope in the midst of broken relationships. Today's reading from Scripture is from Matthew chapter 10, verses 13 through 23. Yes, from the message translation which reads, stay alert. This is hazardous work I'm assigning you. You're gonna be like sheep running through a wolf pack, so don't call attention to yourselves. Be as shrewd as a snake, inoffensive as a dove. Don't be naive. Some people will question your motives. Others will smear your reputation just because you believe in me. Don't be upset when they haul you before the civil authorities. Without knowing it, they've done you and me a favor given you a platform for preaching the kingdom news. And don't worry about what you'll say or how you'll say it. The right words will be there. The spirit of your father will supply the words. When people realize it is the living God you are presenting and not some idol that makes them feel good, they're going to turn on you. Even people in your own family, there's a great irony here, proclaiming so much love, experiencing so much hate. But don't quit. Don't cave in. It's all well worth it in the end. It is not success you're after in such times, but survival. Be survivors. Before you've run out of options, the Son of Man will have arrived. Some 700 years after Micah's rather depressing analysis of the relational deterioration at all levels within his generation, Jesus repeats that analysis prophetically concerning his own as he warns his immediate followers what's coming on the horizon. It would seem things are just not going to get better. Or perhaps at the very least, we keep recycling our dysfunctions, passing them on down generation after generation. Will there ever come a time when we won't feel like we're sheep running through a wolf pack? Will there ever come a moment when we can aim for more than just surviving our relational miasma? It's not success you're after in such times, but survival. Be survivors. There's a cheery word for your next marriage and family workshop. Though survival is greatly underrated, before we can thrive, we must survive, yes? Still, surely we can hope for more in our homes, and our marriages, and our neighborhoods, and our churches, and our schools, and our workplaces than mere survival. Must we always run the gauntlet of relationally destructive wolves nipping at our heels? Like the beloved in the Song of Solomon, must we always bewail the presence of peace-stealing pests in our relational gardens? Catch all the foxes, those little foxes, before they ruin the vineyard of love, for the grapevines are blossoming. The entire world can be washed clean of all these destructive, interfering pests by the mightiest scouring deluge. But still, our relational well somehow remains spiked. Witness Noah, after he and his family of eight were saved by water and conveyed to a new heavens and earth where God smelled beauty and painted rainbows in the sky. But immediately we cut to a debauched scene in the first vineyard ever where Noah lies naked and drunk out of his gourd. Okay, so far perhaps all we have is just a momentary lapse brought on by extreme survivor's guilt. 
But then enter son number three, who sees and evidently laughs, inviting his brothers to come witness the spectacle, and perhaps doing even more than that. Which leads to a momentous curse from the sobered patriarch, who had stood head and shoulders above his generation, now buried in the layered strata of the deluge, that was supposed to have solved the problem and prevented scenarios like this one from happening. Cursed be Canaan, lowest of slaves shall he be. A curse that subsequent generations have run with, unleashing innumerable foxes and jackals and wolves to ravage the vineyard of humanity. And there are plenty of them still on the loose. That old advertising jingle never seems so apropos Calgon, take me away, or at least the wings of a dove or two. But hope remains. No matter how many foxes, their tails tied together with flaming torches to wreak their relational havoc, are yet on the loose. Hope remains. Watch for it. Wait for it. Herald it. And then let him show you how to embody it. So here's a second reading of today's text. Listen carefully and prayerfully to this second reading. What do you see? What pops out to you as you hear it? What hope is stirred within you as you listen? Or alternately, what disillusionment? Stay alert. This is hazardous work I'm assigning you. You're going to be like sheep running through a wolf pack, so don't call attention to yourselves. Be shrewd as a snake, inoffensive as a dove. Don't be naive. Some people will question your motives. Others will smear your reputation just because you believe in me. Don't be upset when they haul you before the civil authorities. Without knowing it, they've done you and me a favor, given you a platform for preaching the kingdom news. And don't worry about what you'll say or how you'll say it. The right words will be there. The spirit of your father will supply the words. When people realize it is the living God you are presenting and not some idol that makes them feel good, they're going to turn on you, even people in your own family. There is a great irony here, proclaiming so much love, experiencing so much hate. But don't quit. Don't cave in. It's all well worth it in the end. It is not success that you're after in such times but survival. Be survivors. Before you run out of options, the Son of Man will have arrived. What relational foxes need to be driven out of your relational garden, in your home, in your marriage, in your church, your small group, your school, your work environment, your neighborhood? Which are you responsible for releasing? Which are you being challenged to, to catch and remove? How can we find hope in the most broken of our relationships? Lord, catch all the foxes, the jackals, the rodents that ruin our relational vineyards. Help me to stop releasing them, to stop giving them access. And show me in the meantime how to run like a sheep through a wolf pack and how to be shrewd like a snake and harmless like a dove. And yes, let me be a survivor so that I can actually experience the life, life, and more life that is your intention in all of our relationships. Rekindle hope where there currently is none. Reverse the momentum of death and separation in each shelved relationship, in each that's dead or dying. Bring your resurrection, starting with this 
cold, all too often walled in heart through your spirit in, upon, and through us. Oh, may the God of vibrant green hope fill you up with joy, fill you up with peace, so that your believing lives filled with the life-giving energy of the Holy Spirit will brim over with hope. Amen.